How y'all doing? This is the Turn It Up Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Stebbins. Thank you for tuning in this week. Hope you're doing well. I've got an episode today called Breaking the Past into Two Halves. How do we take these experiences we've had and make something usable from it? And I've got a couple of ways that we look at it. It's actually pretty simple. Um, but with that, I'm going to start it off with some fire. We're just going straight heat, right out the gate. Check this out. Eight years ago, I committed a sin, and there were many more that followed with. Some that changed my mind, some that broke me down, but all of them made me who I am now. Yeah. All of them made me who I am now. Bang your fucking head. Yeah. Oh, man. We came as Romans tracing back roots. I love that song so much. We used to just jam that every night before we hit the stage, just rocking in the bus. It was crazy, so high energy. But honestly, what's so amazing about that song is the lyrics and Eight years ago, I committed a sin, and there were many more that followed with, some that changed my mind, some that broke me down, but all of them made me who I am now. Oh my God, I love that song. You guys got to go check that out. Anyway, bang your heads to that after you get done listening to this, because we're going to talk about taking that past, taking those experiences, and looking at it from two different perspectives. Perspective number one is learning from it. Hey, how about that? Perspective number two is leaving it. Those are your two options. You're either going to learn from it or you're going to leave it. And actually, either way, you're probably learning something as far as that's concerned. But let's take learning first. We have shitty experiences. We have amazing experiences. The problem is, anytime something goes negative, we do a lot of one-and-dones as far as the negative experiences are concerned. And I'll be honest, you don't accomplish anything unless you take those negative experiences sometimes, learn from it, and try again. Figure out the two or three things that you can tweak that you can actually turn that into a win and turn that negative experience into something that now makes itself into something amazing or gets you further along. I'm as guilty of it as anybody. I mean, there's some lousy experiences that I've had in the past in trying something or taking a risk. And sometimes you just want to say, ooh, man, that was brutal. That was a brutal experience. That, that shit took me right to the edge of the cliff. That was just, I couldn't sleep for nights. I was, I was feeling, it was just, things were not going the way that I wanted it to go. And that makes you pretty apprehensive to even take on another risk of similar in nature. But what I've gotten better at doing now is saying, all right, one, that feeling sucks. And anytime you're taking a risk in life or you're making a move and things happen that are beyond your control that just don't work out how you drew it up, how you planned it, and you, you go through some lousy experiences, I've started to do a better job of saying, all right, I do know that the plan was good. I do know that the concept of what I was trying to accomplish was good. The execution was not good. Maybe the people that I chose to help with that were not the right people. So you need to take a look at that stuff and you need to make a change and you need to go try it again. Again, if it's part of 
the vision that you have, if it's part of the business you're starting or scaling or whatever scenario you're in, this is where real wealth is created, is by the people that take a miserable experience and they turn it into something positive. Same thing on a great experience, is to say, man, I know what I'm doing here. I am successful at this endeavor, and I like how that feels. Now, how do I continue to grow that? How do I do more of that? Which sometimes is just as challenging as trying to fix something that was a miserable experience, as taking something good and trying to do more of it, or trying to expand or extend what it is you're doing. So it's so important with those past experiences to really look at what it is that happened, understand what happened, understand what you did well, understand what you didn't do well, and honestly, do it again. Do it more or do it less depending on which direction it went, but if there was something there that you knew was the right move, you just didn't get to the goal that you set out, something got in your way, something just didn't turn out the way that you had intended, learn from it. Make that plan and do it again. And you might get hit again. Tweak it. Do it again. And you might get hit again. I always talk about failing fast, trying things, failing fast and learning. I mean, that's really what the past is about. The second part of it, though, is leaving it. Leaving the past and not dwelling on the shit that just has no value anymore in moving things forward. And I think this is, this is where people get it crossed up. Even a negative experience... You can learn from that, but then you don't have to hold on to that anymore. It's like, yep, fucked up. That's what I did wrong. That's what I should have done. This is what I'm going to do now. I know this is going to be uncomfortable again for a minute, but damn it, I'm going to make this happen because the end goal is exactly, I know what that needs to be. I know what the pieces are that need to come in place, and I might need to fail a handful of times until I get this thing right. But each time, I'm going to take that learning from the past and I'm going to move on, but I'm not going to dwell on it. And I know for myself, the dwelling on it part is always hard. And, and, and there's sort of two pieces to that too. There's the dwelling on it from like a business perspective. I made some moves. I'm the, I'm the leader. I made some decisions. And they maybe weren't the best ones. And we all go through this, whether it's in business or uh, you know team things or sports or whatever. We, we all make moves. We all make decisions. You just can't live and die by that for the rest of your life. So we got to move on from that. But the second thing with the past is really just you as a person. Who are you now? Who do you want to be? I think when you get to a certain age or you start to surround yourself with different people, this is where that really starts to take shape. And some people, man, they... They're the same damn person that I went to high school with. They're the same person I went to college with, just older. And other people have continued to evolve and continued to improve and are just hungry for knowledge, hungry for success. That's who I want to hang around with. That's who I want to be associated with. Because, and again, if they're happy with who they are in their life, that's great. But typically, you don't hear that. Typically, you don't hear people going, man, I love I love the mediocrity. I love not achieving any of the things that I thought I was going to do. I just, I love it. I love being here and doing the same old shit for the last two decades. I don't hear that. I guarantee you, you don't hear that. 
So typically, I'm going to go ahead and say, if they're the same person, the exact same person they were when you met them a decade ago, they probably aren't going anywhere. Because I know that anybody that is continuing to evolve in this life, you just look at how fast life changes. You look at how easy it is to communicate and connect and network and collaborate with people on so many levels, you can really improve your outlook on life. You can really improve your surroundings and your opportunity by not hanging on to who you are or who you were or what you've been or what you've done. You need to keep looking out to what you want to be and where you want to get. And that's why those two pieces of the past are so important. There's nothing wrong with the past. Even if you got some bad past, it's going to make you who, who you are now. You know, all of them made me who I am now. They're so right. So embrace it. Learn from it. But leave the shit behind that doesn't matter anymore. One of the ways that I like to leverage the past is something called a SWOT analysis. And we use this a lot in business, but it also applies to decisions that you're looking at or just even doing some personal analysis. And SWOT is S-W-O-T, and that stands for Strengths, Weaknesses, Opportunities, and Threats. You can't fill out a SWOT analysis unless you have some past experience to learn from to even leave from. And that's how you get this thing documented. And so again, I'm big about getting your vision and your purpose onto something tangible, something you can see. Same thing if you're looking to make a business move is to do this SWOT analysis and really look at what are my strengths? Or what are the business's strengths? What are the product strengths? What are the weaknesses? What are areas that we're going to need to improve or are going to significantly impact our ability to launch this idea that I have. And looking at the opportunities, hey, this could could be a big financial opportunity. This could give me flexibility like I've never had before. I don't have to go into the office six days a week or something along those lines. So what are the opportunities? Could be financial, could be lifestyle, could be anything. You need to understand what the opportunities are And you need to understand what the threats are, too. And threats might be some other things from the past that have gotten in your way. Maybe it's competitors. Maybe it's just changes in society. Like, if you're going to go start a rotary phone company, I'd say there's some pretty good threats out there. Just a few. So think through this. And the SWOT analysis, to me, is the best way to take all of the past and to get it into some type of form, and you basically break it up into four quadrants, and you got your strengths, your weaknesses, your opportunity and threat, and when you have that, then you know what your next move is. If you have so many weaknesses and one strength, you either got to start figuring out what weaknesses you're going to go after and get turn into a strength, get trained up on, or spend more time maturing in that area. If you have a ton of threats, And things that are going to really make this road rocky and make it so difficult for you to have success or for you to win or make that change or or do that thing that's going to be impactful, you need to look at those threats and you need to figure out, how am I going to diffuse these? How are these no longer threats anymore? What parts of my past am I leaving behind? You got to figure that out. 
or or you're going to change maybe some of the focus for what you're looking to do so those threats are, are reduced. But if you have a ton of opportunity, you have a ton of strengths, you've identified your weaknesses so you know what to work on, and you've identified your threats so you know what to avoid or you know what to diffuse, this is the next step. This is what Turn It Up is all about. This is the playbook for working through the process. In this case, I think for the next few weeks, I'm going to focus a lot on just starting a business. I think so much of business is applicable to life. I think so much of being in sports is applicable to life. I think so much of being in music is applicable to life. All these things have their merit in what you're looking to accomplish and can always be rooted back to your own individual personality, your own individual goals and aspirations in life and what makes you who you are or who makes you who you are. But I want to focus on business for a little bit. I've spent the first probably half of this year or quarter of this year really looking at getting ourselves mentally ready, understanding the challenges that so many of us deal with in making a big move or taking a risk. I want to start looking at how we do that to start a business because, yes, there's the starting a business, there's the legal aspects, there's the insurance aspects, there's all kinds of aspects that go into starting a business, but there are some very simple things that you can do beyond just researching the area you're looking to go, and something like a SWOT analysis, I rarely see people do. And then they get smoked by something they knew was out there all along because they never put it into something tangible. So take that learning, take that leaving from the past, get it into my little four-quadrant SWOT analysis, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats, and assess it. Read it. Read it out loud. Read it to your spouse and say, hey, listen to this shit. I'm really good at this. I really suck at this. There's some big upside if we hit this. Oh, and there's this threat out there that we got we to gotta think about a little bit. If you do that, I'll come back next week and we'll start talking about starting a business. What are the keys that I think you need to have to getting something launched in a smart way? And we'll just start breaking it down here. So keep in touch with the past, learn from it, leave the shit that doesn't matter anymore, run your SWOT analysis, figure out if your idea or the move or the risk or whatever it is you're going to take is worth it. It'll be so obvious when you get that thing on paper. We'll come back next week and keep things moving. Thank y'all. Have a good week and turn it up. If you like the Turn It Up podcast, follow me on Instagram at Jeff Stebbins one and DM me for any coaching or collaboration. Thank you.